0: a long vacation for just a day or two. You're finally on vacation. You're wondering what to do. You want some place that's different. You want some place that's special. You can have a great vacation in New York.
1: There's no doubt about that. Alex Fair here on Alex Fair Podcasting. And, um, to the point where I had to roll. I had to roll through the part of the city that I had seen on national television during the rioting phase, like the late at night rioting, um, get destroyed. To the point where I had to, uh, how do you say, I had to experience the, uh, the chaotic scene it was, the boarded up businesses that I've seen on TV, I had to truly experience it, because A, it was like really my first time back in New York, and I was rollerblading, and it was great, and I was staying distant, and then I just started to go through the sites that I've seen, I went through the City Hall Autonomous Zone, and folks, it's real, it's bad. I mean, they have defaced City Hall. They have defaced um, places like Dwayne Reed. They've defaced other big buildings, important buildings in New York. They really have. have. That's not an, a media illusion, if you will. And then, I want to show you a couple of comparisons I made on my own Facebook page. Because on my own page, yesterday, I I would love to show you this. Hang on one second, please. Uh, Because, this is from my YouTube crowd, there were a couple of scenes last night which I really felt compelled to show you. Firstly... In this eye-opening way, a boarded-up Dwayne Reed that is now open. By the way, uh, that is now open. And let's see if I can zoom in here. Hold on one second, for my YouTube channel. That is. There we go. And this this is this is visual. This is visual number one on YouTube, as you could see it. That that is a part of our city now. A boarded up business that has to say we're open for people to come in. I remember watching the specific Dwayne Reed become defaced, you know, looted, smashed into on live television. And so to roll past it, I had a wave of emotions. Thanking God I was able to document the time we're in. And thinking to myself, can we have a better dialogue here in this beautiful city? We say we love New York. And yet, how many people are willing to have a dialogue in this country? In a city, even. What I also saw in the autonomous zone... In New York City was utter was utter lawlessness. It really was um, here and here in New York City. Oh, let me see what I can do here. Hold on, and and then the other image that I had seen that I was really. Um, I was really a bit ticked, a a bit, not ticked, a bit um, feeling really like that's part of our city too, is this image of one of the local coffee shops, simply that, one of the local coffee shops, sending this message to New Yorkers. So my question today is, which will it be? Will it be, and the message reads, folks, we love you, stay safe and healthy. So the message today I have is, which part of the city are we going to be? Are we going to be the one that wants love, that wants safety, that wants health for the city? Or are we simply going to be Are we simply going to be a city that says, no, let's just let all our businesses deconstruct. Let's let everything get ruined. Let's let buildings be defaced with no crime, no penalty whatsoever. I'm wearing my New York USA hat because I I feel it today. I feel the need to say I stand with New York. I stand with those who want the love, the safety, and the health and security of our city. I ask those who feel like they have to destroy property and literally vandalize, boarded up businesses and ask them, isn't there a better way to get a message through? Isn't there a better way to talk? And then on the other hand, with leadership. Mayor de Blasio, the very city hall that you are doing your press conferences and your daily briefings, Is, is under attack in a sense. By graffiti. By those that have camped out right next to it. By those who have overtaken the city. Hall, four, five, six lines, subway. Who wants to go in there now? And you've let them. You've let them say cops or pigs on surrounding buildings. You've let them say F cops. On surrounding buildings. And yet the biggest. Observation to me. This morning on keeping it. On Alex Garrett podcast. Keep it with Alex Garrett. Is this. The biggest observation. I have. Is that what all these people are protesting. Better cops. Defund the police. Here you have actual police officers. Protecting. These people's. I guess, right to camp out there peacefully. They stand there, they watch them. Unfortunately, I don't think they can do much if acting up does happen in the zone. But how can you scream in the face of a very calm officer who's standing there just protecting a building that you wanted to face, just protecting themselves and the city streets with no incident? By the way. So. What are we going to do? What tale of a city do we want? One of lawlessness. Or one of true, true love, safety, and health. And for any candidate running in New York today. I would argue this point and show this visual, which I happen to make, by the way, because I was I was I was I was ready to speak up. I said, we have to speak up. We have to speak up. There's no doubt about it. This is my question now. For New York City. Which one are we going to have? The folks, we love you, stay safe and healthy. That was from Gregory's Coffee, actually. Or will we have, we're open, but our business also had to be boarded up because we let rioters into our city and they destructed our property. It's simple as that. That is the 2020 message. Do we want boarded up businesses in our city moving forward? Or do we want to get back to the love, the safety, and the health? You know, it's kind of funny. As I saw this sign on the right, the folks, we love you. Stay safe and healthy. I thought to myself, I thought to myself, man, you know, this is um, this is crazy. But remember how we always say uh, happy and a healthy new year? Who knew that truly needed to be said every year? It's kind of in the song on Lang Syne. It's a tradition to say, have a healthy and a healthy. It's sort of like old tradition, old style. Naturally, tip of the tongue, That that's what we're going to hear. And yet now, more than ever, as Dustin Lawson, whose podcast is now up, by the way, a former speechwriter, who's now uh, writing about Dr. Democracy, again, which I highly implore you to listen to, um, He said the immune system of America is starting to fail. Our immune system here in New York is starting to fail. Can you understand that? Can you fight with us to keep it back so it's immune from destruction again? Immune from chaos again. And... The fact that the police have to just stand there and look at this and not even act if something happens is really despicable. Despicable to me. I'm also very appreciative that I was able to do that role and and really... There were other sites of New York that I was so happy about, actually. Because at the end of my role, here I am outside Madison Square Garden, looking at the big lights, big, <clears throat> the big... um. The big sign on Madison Square Garden, which obviously has no events displayed, which is kind of sad. But nonetheless, it had a message of positivity. And and by the way, the other so- sign of all this was that there were people eating. There were people enjoying their life. There were people still living in New York. And that's what I also love to see. I love rolling by. And I was saying, hey, hi, guys, to people that were eating outside. It was, it was really nice to see that happening in our own city. So there were multiple factors. And I would say for the majority, peace, love, and safety does win out, especially when you have the world's most famous arena and one of our strongest, tallest buildings in the city, the tallest of them all, Empire State Building, in one shot, saying, hey, you know what? We love New York. Look at this. God's timing with this was so cool and so special. And so today I implore you on Spreaker, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you might be listening to this, think about it. How can we have a better dialogue so that the border of businesses don't become a thing? So that love, safety, and health can win out. Yes, so right and justice can look. I think what these protesters have gotten, and Monica, I admire her for showing up and saying no justice, no peace. And I think all of them got. And I think the city got a big, big um, victory in repealing Fifty A. I think it's time to weed out the bad ones, sure. But to then come back to the city, some protesters, not all. And start yelling, defund the police, and F the police. I mean, that's not the message that should be sent. It is the message, but it shouldn't be. And so, we have to make a decision. Do we want continued buildings in certain sectors of the city? Do we want shootings to rise in certain sectors of the city? Or do we want everything to be the same again? Talking about equality, I would like the city to be equally as peaceful like I saw on Houston Street on up, outside diners, having a great night, talking, getting together, having fun. I would love that to be equality. Because when they start talking about inequality, it seems like the two factors of inequality, uh, the, the, the inequality is the business is vandalized and allowed to be vandalized a subway station pretty much not able to be inhabited because there's an inhabitants of the city hall autonomous zone or do we want something much much better for our city to have on our streets We should be empowering businesses to be open, not really um, vandalizing the businesses. And then I'm just happy that, that Madison Square Garden is sharing the love and that I was put in that position to actually snap the picture. That was quite cool, if I'm going to be honest. that was That was quite cool. And the picture, by the way, you can find on Alex G. in NYC. Sometimes I realize I'm on the podcast side too, and I'm not describing it as well as I can. So let me just tell you, Alex G. in NYC is where you can find my podcast. Well, my, my main picture is Alex Garrett Podcasting. Also, you can find some of these clips. But what's it going to be in New York? We are here. We are in the tale of two cities. And we can get back to one city. If we just worked at it. And I know that it's cute to use. Charles Dickens' Tale of Two Cities. As a. Moniker. But. um, But it's starting to become. Quite true. And. I, I I can't believe I forgot this line, but this is true right now. Because Dickens wrote it well. It is the best of times. It is the worst of times. It is the age of wisdom. In the it was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We were all going direct to heaven. We were all going direct to the other way. In short, the period was so far like the present period that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on its being received for good or for evil in the superlative degree of comparison only. See, all these writers had seen something like this coming. Authorities would accept the chaos, the good and the bad. And I just wish we would accept more of the good. I just wish we could have a dialogue instead of seeing boarded up businesses. At the same time, I wish people would cover more. The people that are enjoying themselves again in New York. The outdoor dining The outdoor thing. And by the way, this is the other thing. This is what I want to start with. um, And why I played I Love New York. I want to play it again before I bring on Mike Myers. Um, The designer of this... Iconic logo. The I Love New York logo. Was created by Milton Glaser. Who actually just died... A couple weeks ago at 91. He also did Obama's Yes We Can. But when you see the I Love New York. You think. Post 9-11. You think. New York's resilience. And that's why I thought. Getting that picture. We Love New York. Is not only a great homage to the city. It's a great homage to what Milton Glaser had done. And of course. It's what this. uh, Song has meant. To many. Here's Steve Carman's version of I Love New York. I'll play it a little bit for you as I welcome Mike Myers, and we'll be right back on Alex Garrett podcasting.
0: Nobody can compare it. It's winning things and show, you know. New York is special, you know. New York is different and there's no place.
1: next guest uh, first of all he's back he is back better than ever as always on a on a monday on a thursday mike myers good morning man
2: i'm with you it is thursday isn't it
1: i don't understand how i can wake up shot out of a cannon at 7 30 in the morning but man i don't know i think god's putting some heavy topics on my heart to just cover and cover thoroughly and fired up every morning no matter what time i go to sleep the previous night isn't it great It's quite eerie in a way to me, but um, it is good, too. Well, I think he puts a
2: I think he I think it's called joy. Even in the middle of crap, I just got I just realized this morning I got unfriended by somebody who I've been real tight with for a while. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And and it's again, it's over. uh, Not even a misunderstanding. It just uh, Mm. and it's just it's just but I need to get over it. It just—I just want to get along with everybody. I Michael, want people... I feel like
1: you have tons of misunderstandings sometimes. I don't understand how that happens, but...
2: but this is the strangest one I've ever been a part of. Okay, I mean this one really—it would be like me saying, uh, "Well, I'm not friends with uh, with what's your, with Alex anymore because Alex said that my wife wears uh, be careful
1: now triple
2: <laughs> triple A bra." I mean. No, that – no, 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 that doesn't – no, no, that didn't work. What I'm trying to say is it just – it's like it was never said, and yet it was attributed to me or her or some – my wife or – anyway, it's just – you know, it's it's grant me the serenity to accept things I can't change.
1: If if people see this podcast, are they going to think we're angry white men supporting the U.S. and Trump? (laughs) Because I'm wearing the USA hat, you're wearing the Trump hat. I'm sure someone will be like, "Oh, what are they doing?" Well, actually,
2: <laughs> I hope not. Angry white boy. Um, I don't. Know.
1: Oh, this is crazy. No, I was just I, talking just, about this. I'm sad. I'm sad. What? Don't be sad. You know why? Because the city that still has some. That reminds me a song. The city still has so much to offer. Did you see any of my posts, by the way, the last couple night, the last night or so? First of all, let me show you this. This gives me hope here in New York. Look at that, Michael. New York City. We love New York. Woo! Madison Square Garden and the Empire State Building. I mean, look. This is another God thing because I was literally, um. Turning around, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Let me. Then I quickly rushed on my roll blade to get a better shot of both of them, and I finally got the right shot. And so I no, felt you know very what, happy with that.
2: You know what sticks out to me? What's well, that? Could you go, could you go oh, yeah, back? you let from me that? go back for a minute. I know how to do that now, too. Cool. Yeah. You told me how to do it, and I did it. What sticks out to me is what's in the pretty much in the center left of the picture
1: where it says dead end?
2: Yeah. Hmm. and Do it's not like a dead return? end folks
1: okay that's why i was wondering you were going with that
2: i i got a message from somebody this morning uh about a, from a it's about a doctor in texas who's talking about um steroid treatment for people that not only test positive for the covid but actually they're having issues with it and the guy's got a hundred percent recovery rate for every one of his patients
1: not every one of it pardon me what's his name
2: Oh, don't do this to me.
1: Because we had someone on a, on the radio who had that similar thing. Zev Zelenko, by chance?
2: I don't think so, but I can tell you here very quickly. Uh, it would be this guy right here. Uh, let's see. Texas. Uh, Richard Texas. Bartlett. Nice. Texas Tech graduate Dr. Richard Bartlett speaks. And, you know, anyway, I'm I'm –
1: I still can't go see my mom. I know. And you know, the worst part of that is, to be honest with you, is that the, um, and I'm trying to stay upbeat, but now that you mention that. Oh,
0: oh,
2: oh, oh. And let me back up just a minute. It's interesting you said that. You just made a really good point. I don't want to get all bummed, and this is radio hope for Christ. Crying
3: out loud.
2: (laughs) Fake. Yeah, so thank you okay. for that reminder. That's why this 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 ter- Teresa gal who's been in the chat room that's helping me drop some pounds and feel better about myself said you got How much this weight fatalistic- do you want listing. Uh ten pounds, that's it. That's not ma- massive.
1: No. I could but pick my feel- nose and cut do, off my do you, head. Do you feel fat or something? Oh. Do you feel fat or something?
2: Does this shirt make me look <laughs>
1: stop? <laughs> hey so uh my colleagues are starting to know you at work because they're like so we see you're hanging out with radio hope who's he i'm like oh he's the guy that podcasts a lot of hope stuff so uh you are uh in the family now i mean it's like you're married into the radio family i guess not married because that's weird
2: but. um and actually i i still i don't know I I just think it's neat that you get to do what you do and then how the history goes back and thank God that history hasn't been erased because it makes me all the
1: more no in awe in awe of just what God's doing but it has been boarded up in a sense I actually took pictures literal pictures of what the heck was going on the last couple of months that is a real picture from New York a boarded up business that says we're open it's, it's sad to me, but this is the reality we're in, and so there's so many factors. Um, and this is history. As far as I'm concerned, this part of our city history needs to be talked about because we can't let it happen again.
2: Oh my gosh, I think I just got the sign. So it's boarded up, but they're open. They're, they're yeah. protecting the windows. Oh yeah.
1: And yet, here's the other part. So you have you ever read um, Tale of Two Cities? Yeah. Well, this to me feels but, like the tale of two cities. We've got one side saying we love you, stay safe and healthy. We got another saying we need to uh, cause businesses to be boarded up and ransack them, and it's like there's the. I do think positivity <laughs> wins out though. But what would you say to that tale of two cities idea? Do you think that's a reality in a lot of places? In well,
0: America?
2: maybe I saw the movie. I missed the book. I don't know. I'm. I just tried to come across as someone who's intelligent. Tale of Two Cities.
1: Yeah, and you know it's funny because I was looking for the quote. I forgot the quote, the big quote from that book, which is the best of times and the worst of times. See, I didn't know that. You know, I it's I don't even like being around you.
2: <laughs> you are so on it. I'm. I just need. Oh, to I keep just googled it. it this morning as a reminder. But oh, speaking of googling this morning. Uh I did pull up uh what's that what was it the Tide Hacker? Yeah, how'd you like that by the way? Well, I didn't uh, spend a whole lot of time with it. I've been doing my honey-do list around here. Got some things done. Got Buns a TV mounted. You ever mounted a TV?
1: <laughs> Where's beaker? We need beaker. You know, that would be really a great podcast with beaker. <laughs> B-girl, shut up. We're trying to do a podcast. <laughs>
2: That's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> or or we can have a visual like in the newsroom where the crater comes crashing down, the meteor comes crashing down on the news desk. That was a good one. Okay, so let me let me share
2: something with you. Can I share something with you? Sure, go for it. Okay, so, and this was kind of difficult. I went over and, and uh, saw my mommy through the window yesterday.
1: Okay. And, Aww.
2: uh had a little doggy with not that that makes any difference but she was like oh he's
0: so
1: cute is it
2: it's a girl mom then i showed her that that was a girl (laughs) okay what (laughs) anyway while i was there talking to her through the window on, on my cell phone uh one of the nurses brought in a great big clock that had the date and the day and the time on it Oh, and, and nice. it's, it's, well, it is really a cool thing. And she said, oh, that's nice. Two minutes later, she forgot
1: where it came from. Does she have dementia or no? She does. Because I don't know if you ever mentioned it, that before. It, I forget
2: if you did or not. But. And it uh, it didn't really bug me a bunch then, but it did later in the day. And again, I'm not trying to be a down. I'm just glad my mom knows where she's going and all that good stuff. But that's my mom. I mean,
1: well, I would like say Laura that. said. She's
2: she's she's been my rock for years. I mean, anytime I have, she's the one that I'll go to when I'm <laughs> and tell her things. It's like, mom, I got to tell you, I really, I really <laughs> screwed up. Um, I won't tell you what I screwed up on. I won't tell you because it's none of your business, Alex. But uh, but to be able to be totally open uh, w- with somebody else, with all of your crap in life, and for them not to rip you apart because you maybe made a really stupid choice is wonderful. That's my mom.
1: She seems like she was a forgiver. She is a
2: Holy forgiver. Holy smokes. And there's... There's one of the points I'm I'm excited about uh, making this morning. I'm having this Tyler Smith on this, okay. uh, search, searching for seven, the journey of seeking God seven days a week. And you do reap what you sow. So I guess if you're not going to be forgiving. Mm. But that doesn't mean I, uh, I need to be forgiving whether somebody else is or isn't. I mean, because it affects me, you know, you ever held a grudge?
1: I try not to. I don't. I don't know, and
2: you you kind of pet that grudge, and pretty soon the grudge overtakes you, and you become a a nasty, bitter
1: I try to be the one that talks people out of grudges actually. I'm like, you know what you can move on good past for you this. you're you're a peace bringer, well because ugh, I don't know if I'm gonna go there or not, well, you are,
2: and that's good I gotta show you a picture here real quick, oh, I don't have to, but I
1: yeah, I'll, go for I'll it gonna... and and by the way, <laughs> now, the thing I was gonna say was a friend of mine from high school and I love the kid he just sometimes used to keep harping on the times he had in high school and I was like you know you're past that now you know and I I do think those are there are those that just can't get over their high school days even I mean people go to reunions possibly because they can't get over those days or because they want to see people but then you got and, and look I, it's not that I am obsessed with my old high school but I love supporting them. I love what they do. But I didn't ever think that they were bad. And if they were, if they had a negative streak, I never even thought twice of it. My friend seems to think twice of it all the time, and it's like we're we're uh, past that point, you know.
2: Of of living in the past.
1: Well, of of being in that environment that you didn't maybe like, you know, that he maybe didn't like.
2: Oh. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Don't, don't, you know, not looking behind, but pressing forward. Right. And when when you have somebody that says, no, I'm going to stay stuck right here. But I'm going to move forward. I, I can't move forward if I'm stuck. And if I'm stuck in my relationships with other people because of mm. my stubbornness which is like the sin of witchcraft did you know that's what the bible says isn't that weird
1: no Just i do. stubbornness is not a good
2: thing a lot of the time now i can understand where it could be a good thing i will not i you know like martin luther who said i will not i cannot recant i'm not going to back down on what i said and he got the what you call your uh
1: ex- <laughs> yeah
2: he got extra and then he put ninety-five feces on the door, and the rest is history, right? So How do you pound poop on a door? How? Ninety-five feces. It's like one turd, two turds, three turds. All right, is that an old joke
1: based on that? I guess it is. I, I no, know. it's
2: what's one. I it, I have a feces problem.
1: I'm sorry. Well, yeah, we did talk about your bowels the other day. That's true. <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> um. <clears throat> FDR, was it FDR? One of the presidents. Uh, oh no, it was Eisenhower, this great World War II leader who got us, you know, to win the war and everything. Yeah. As president, the doctors had to make a press conference about his bowels, and I think that's hilarious. Are too. you serious? I'm not kidding you. Eisenhower's bowels? Eisenhower, Dwight D.
2: Eisenhower's Bowels. Yeah, I live on Mamie Eisenhower Avenue. His wife grew up in in Boone or lived in Boone. This it's is right at the is, street, and,
1: and it's a real a real story. Look at this. This is fantastic. Eisenhower's bowels. Eisenhower and his bowel
2: obstruction. Oh no! You just gave me stuff for not today's show, but maybe tomorrow.
1: Oh, he had Crohn's disease. Huh. Oh,
2: that, that's scary.
1: Post-operative. That is,
2: wow. Yeah, I know people that have almost died from that. A, a couple I can think of.
1: Well, I wonder Not if he mir- got this because of the war or radiation. I don't know exactly, but it could that's have been scary something. Stu- you know, that's serious stuff. But I just thought of all the things that he had a press conference about, that was one of the things that they talked about. And, and On the side, it's kind of talking, funny, but now looking at the story, it's kind of dark. Like, oof,
2: you, Well, it is dark up there. So I guess... Um, and and I don't want to live there. See, you're you're you are inspiring me in ways that uh, I need. Alex, I need
1: you. Oh, how do I inspire you? I just talk and hopefully I, sense.
2: exactly. You just what you just said. I mean, we just. I'm like we started off talking about what, and then now now, now we're in the Eisenhower's bowels. I mean, <laughs> and Crohn's disease, which is a real thing. Which is scary. And so is COVID-19. It's a real thing. So just a poo-poo it is obviously not what we should No, see, be doing. I think
1: that's been your tone the whole time, hasn't it? I mean, you didn't ever say it was a fake virus. You just thought it was being overblown or something. I don't know exactly. Oh, well, and with that, I do have a question
2: for you. Do we have a vaccine for the common cold yet?
1: <laughs> no, we don't. Um, we don't have a so, vaccine what? for the... Well, we do have a flu vaccine. You get it every year. Um, oh, and this is very interesting you mentioned this because finally we have another one that has a vaccine in the works. They keep saying all these different vaccines are in the works. I want to see one come to America and finally end this thing. Uh, I don't understand. I, I, Part of me wants to say they're suppressing something because they don't want it in the country just yet. I don't know why, but election year 21st century we don't have a vaccine yet something's wrong with that
2: 2020 it reminds me of a high school history class this young lady got up and gave a speech uh what was her name and i forget her last name anyway she did a, a speech on the world's <sighs> mm-hmm. biggest erection I think it was is the ice cream. Is there something, or something recorded
1: in that? I don't know.
2: <laughs> and speaking of that, I, I will and I don't want to be a downer again, but this is why. I guess history... she was playing the long
1: game with that, huh?
2: So as I was saying. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> um uh, what was I saying? About oh, history. whenever I see a picture of New York, a movie or something, and the Twin Towers are still standing,
0: mm.
2: like right now, I am getting all worked up. Um, I'm there glad are you things we, that. well, there are things we can't forget, folks. We uh-huh. we can't forget that slavery was a an issue an at one time in this country.
1: Actually, in this country, yeah,
2: and nobody I mean.
1: Holy shoot, that's a great... You should do this podcast. From aberration to abolition. I don't even know what both words mean. It means from being such a hateful thing to finally it being over. And are we abolishing the right things? And are we abhorring the right things? We should abhor slavery. We shouldn't abhor all police. We should abolish slavery. We shouldn't abolish all cops. So I think the abolition movement has taken a turn into a radical movement to defund and erase that I really don't um support.
2: Wasn't there an eight? Wasn't there an eight-year-old killed in Atlanta
1: in a BLM protest? Yes. Yep.
2: So, somebody this morning in Boone posted that they're looking for this person. I don't think they've caught him yet. But somebody else immediately underneath it said, "Can you can you show proof of the truth of this post?" So the guy he's got like seven or eight stories, bang 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 bang, and I want to from I mainstream media, with...
1: right? I mean, from mainstream outlets yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. The best part was when you hit them with the mainstream, and the best part to me is when the mainstream has to report good news. That is that is fun for me. It's like, ha-ha, CNN has to report our job numbers are going up. It sucks for that.
2: Nana nana boo boo.
1: And it and it may sucks sound childish, you, but this who... this is what it's become. Um, it's become. The media has to cover the truth, which is numbers are coming back in ways that I don't think anybody ever predicted they would come back through after Corona or during Corona. Keep saying after it's really doing still. So let me ask you a question.
2: And for once, you know, I've heard you say, if I can be totally honest, which means that a lot of times you're not Um, just kidding. So. Do you think – how much of this do you really believe Mm – and you're going to get shot at for the response I think you're going to give – is all about dumping Trump?
1: Oh, with the COVID thing?
2: With the COVID thing, with the Black Lives Matter thing. I did post Boone Lives Matter. Particularly
1: since he just had done the First Step Act for criminal justice reform in December. And this is – uh, you know, and they do show all these pictures of him with King, Al Sharpton, uh, Jesse. Like they show him with all these different people. So I think that's the whole thing, and I also think that um, they, the the same people that are vilifying him are wearing the African garb and offending actual African Americans, like Pelosi, like Schumer, and they're kneeling, and like the, the African Americans are like, "No, you're being." You're you're pandering to us and we don't like it. I think... Oh, go ahead. No, I, I also think that the black community right now is also stating their dissatisfaction with the Democrats more so than they ever have before. Yep. I mean, I've never really seen a joint condemnation of of them, of the Democrats, like I saw when they kneeled. And, you know, a lot of people were like, this is offensive to us. Why are you kneeling in the garb and all this? Like... The Democrats think they're winning, and I really don't think they are. And, and I
2: think it's uh, it's kind of like a, a
1: and like no matter okay. what the media says, it seems like there are a lot more going on Trump's side because of the behavior, on the Democrats and the and the media side. They're not see they're seeing what is around them, the surrounding communities. They're seeing that they're not seeing what the media wants them to see, and I applaud them for looking outward. I really do. Yeah, it's
2: uh like I said, it's well I didn't say it, but I think the you're going to reap what you're sowing, and if you're going to sow crap, you're probably going
1: to. We, we both always know that Trump shoots himself in the foot, and that needs to stop <laughs> if he wants to win. Um, but you see, when he goes to these round tables, and by the way, so he says, he says I'm going to pressure the governments to the the governors and the mayors to open up the schools. He said this the other day. All of a sudden de Blasio has a plan, albeit the blended days where you go in one day and then not another, it's kind of strange to me. It throws the kids off. But they have a plan, and I think Trump seems to get motion plans in motion when he says, I'm gonna pressure you. And that's I guess how he gets to win. So and that's how he gets the country to win.
2: He is he is somebody that I think is maybe has maybe been played a little bit, you know. Now he's accused of silencing Fauci. Um, I was just going to say not- that,
1: you know. I don't know what that's about, but I do know that he did not want Fauci on there on CBS News, and I think that's partly because when he was on on Tuesday, I think it was last Tuesday or a couple of Tuesdays ago, and he says, uh, you know, we may not have sports, we may not have a vaccine until 2021. What Trump doesn't want to do is sow more negativity on our airwaves. So I think he's trying to maybe help Voucher shape the message differently before he goes back out there. I don't know.
2: Well, you know, it reminds me of uh, there's a there's a term that uh, I've heard before, and it's it's pastors. Preachers are very jealous of their pulpit. Our they friend don't want
1: to wait let... in, by the way, he said it's about Trump and it's all about the systematic dismantling of America. And I agree with yeah. you.
2: It, yeah. And that's why I was wanted you to just flat out, because that's where I'm at right now. I mean, I, I it's either it's either stand up and say, something. well, but if you do, you may. Well, I get attacked
1: even without standing up. Even, I mean, it's like so I guess might as well go I out. glory. Always... worry. I will always give credit to Trump for ending the riots by saying, if you don't stop, we're going to put in the U.S. military and that'll be the end of it. Once he did that, everything seemed to have calmed down um, 20 times more than it was the night before. Uh, By the way, you mentioned the Twin Towers. Do you want to know what they're doing on? uh, And this is a very special moment, I think. Well, after 9-11, the Mets, uh, Mike Piazza, 10 days after it, Shea Stadium, hit a, a big home run against the Atlanta Braves to help the Mets win the first game in New York back from 9-11. That was, trem- that was an emotional game to be at. I was there. I was a little young. What I remember was they did a 21-gun salute in left field, and I was like oh. hopping up in the air every time they did one because I, I could literally hear it in my ears as I'm rollerblading. Down left field line. (laughs) And I also had a fear of fireworks, so I always thought they were going to shoot something off like every home run or whatever. Anyway, that was that night. Well, for the 20th anniversary, the MLB has slated it to be the Yankees and the Mets at Citi Field for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So with anything, even if this baseball season is a wash, and I really think it could be with all the COVID positives that we're seeing, 66 of them now, have tested positive in Major League Baseball.
0: Which know, means gonna, what?
1: Well, out of 273, I think they said that were tested or 265, 66 were positive. Now, that may not be a big number to you, but let's say they start traveling all over the country to play these games. What are they going to do? How are they going to contain all this? So I don't know.
2: So here's my point, and this is where I, I really get frustrated. So how many people are currently carriers of COVID-19, but they don't know it? Mm. so if we knew that how would that change how we are living how many people are MRSA carriers how many people are flu flu carriers and let's start how many people i mean i this is where the the insanity part of it this is where you could this the there's no logic to what's going on i mean and when trump said we need to test less I understood exactly what he was saying, because what is the test proving other than what may already be the case? It could be that ninety nine percent of the people are have had it in
1: their. Well, by the way, you're listening to Radio Hope 9 a.m. Eastern today, and uh, he's always got an entertaining thing. Uh, Are you got an interview today? Do you got yourself? What are you doing today on your show?
2: All right now, I'm trying to do a paper cut. It's not working. I better be careful. That could work. I could be spewing all over. That'll I have Tyler's. I
1: <laughs> what? That'll be great YouTube content.
2: It's still bizarre to uh, to pull those videos up. I just I think maybe it's not a good
1: thing. Do you know what? No, post actually, them?
2: they're hilarious. They are. I just hope that you're okay with me being your friend.
1: Oh, you are a good guy. No,
2: I'm not. Been... I got in a fight with my wife last night.
1: Oh, well, that sucks.
2: <laughs> she beat the shit out of me.
1: Are you no, laughing as you say that? <laughs> um. By the way, one last thought before we... Oh, that's right. We got to go. ...part. Um. So the Yankees are Mets on the 20th anniversary. City Field will be playing on 9-11-21, and I think that is a note to look forward to, a note of healing, a night of healing. And um, I pray we all get there. Let's just put it that way. So, well, everybody's got stuff,
2: stuff going on.
1: So, with that note, what are you talking about? You are going to have a pastor friend on. Oh, that's today? right.
2: You asked me a question, and I just totally my poor wife, um, Tyler Smith, searching for seven: the journey of seeking God seven days a week. Here is I am looking for. This is a youth pastor guy, um, and uh, I am just. I get the seven days a week thing because without – if I just do Jesus <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: once a week, uh, I would be – I mean, there, I, okay, so he is a crutch. People a say, crutch. well, oh, he's just yeah. a crutch. Well, crutches help you walk. Mm. And there's a Christian band called Thousand Foot Crutch. So I guess maybe if he's my crutch, then – What's your crutch? I don't know. Just get that off my porch. All
1: right. Hold on. Now that you mentioned that, hold on.
2: Uh oh. He's leaving us. Like so many other women. I got my
1: crutches right here, ready to rock and roll.
2: You are uh,
1: quick witted. I just like, uh huh? Quick witted, I guess.
2: no, you, you're you're just so positive about things. And I in here I'm radio hope and I'm moping because I got unfriended. By radio somebody. mope. <laughs> Did I no, say no. mope?
1: Yeah, radio mope.
2: Oh. But anyway, you're better than that. You are you, I,
1: are you you have hope in you and I love that you still do. Even though you've seen shit every day, you're still hopeful. So kudos on that. <laughs> How's my audio quality? Sometimes when I listen to these, I feel like it's very low coming back.
2: You, you, many times you are so low that it's. It,
1: I don't know why that is.
2: Uh, right now it
1: sounds good. I mean, but I'm getting to. Maybe if I raise the gain, how about that? Is that better? Raise the gain. Hello, hello. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll just leave that. Well, outside. you're still looking good on this end. I mean, I'm, I'm watching the meter there. Oh, cool. So that's good. Uh, the the noise meter. You know, I really should get a little mixer and just make sure my levels are good. My mixer is this. To be honest with you, is this little level thing here on Spreaker.
2: But you know what's cool about what you do? You Tell are me. doing what you, Alex. You, you are doing with so little. And here I got here. Look, I got okay. There's the twenty four seven, right? Computer. Okay there's that's this is primarily for email only here's you and me hi man imagine me <laughs> and you here is my this is this is for the music and thank goodness i finally got it set up cool so that it so it doesn't drop out on me i have quite a like this is uh the uh, speaker i mean i got to have 15 freaking i mean freaking and um i like the setup but right? it's probably I could do with a lot less.
1: By the <laughs> way, you're going to do it, talk about eight days a week. I'm going to do you one better and play the Beatles eight days a week to end the pod today because I love that song. And I was thinking about that too. <laughs> you see, we're, it's we're, it's kind of scary. It is scary how in simpatico we are. Uh, how what? Simpatico, like uh, in synchronicity we are.
2: Oh. I thought maybe it's something you could take. You know one good thing about venereal disease?
1: No, I don't want to know one thing that's good about venereal disease. But tell me anyway, because I'm sure it's hilarious.
2: Well, you can definitely test positive for it and you can take some pills and All right with well COVID, on that... you don't... Well with COVID you don't know. It's like I don't know if I'm I'm I don't know. So now what do I do? Just stay home and suck my thumb and curl up in the freaking corner? No, I'm gonna go out and beat the bushes or something.
1: Beat the bushes, jeez. <laughs> well, I, by the way, speaking of outdoors, how's the squirrel friend? I keep thinking of you and the squirrel friend. Are you still getting along with them? Or...
2: With Ruth Ann?
1: No. No, the she was an squirrel. old
2: she was an old girlfriend, not a squirrel friend. Michael. I can't believe you're talking about Ruth Ann that way. She's such a sweetheart. We've got a black squirrel. Oh. Black squirrel chasing another squirrel. Two black and squirrels yep. matter. Yes, they do. They do, anyway, matter. anyway, yes. this black squirrel who's one buff looking dude. Kind of like it looks like Ed. <laughs> oh, no. no, no, I mean that in a good way. I mean I got <laughs> anyway, so but there's this other squirrel that I think has been, kind of become the uh,
1: I dominant don't know, one? The, or? Tar- the dominant one? No, like, because there's one squirrel in our pack that really dominates the whole sector, and then the others are a little afraid of them or something.
2: Well, this is a female being dominated because she's missing most of the fur on her tail. Oh. <laughs> I'm totally serious. She looks like she's been, been through hell and back. Poor thing. And yet she keeps on taunting these other squirrels. She does. She'll just flip her tail and go,
3: come and get it, come and get it.
2: And then she runs, or does she take it? Yeah, it's a tip- she- yeah, it's a typical woman.
1: <laughs> well, on that note, Michael, I think I'm going to wrap it up here, and I will pick it up again tomorrow show- with you.
2: Show a little tail and run away.
1: Okay, <laughs> it's been great. He's going to run tail over to his show at 9 a.m. Eastern, so catch him there. Michael, love you, brother. Be well. Ed, have a great day. Alex, yeah, you too. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Alex Garrett. It is true. We we got to love each other, not just seven days, eight days a week. Spreaker, don't get mad at me for playing this, but uh, I really feel it, and I feel like I just want to roll with it. Have a great day. Let the Beatles ring right now.